Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast. I'm Jules, I'm the Game Master. I'm Sonia, I play Charlotte. I'm Vio, I play Moon. I'm Mimi and I play Max. This is a serious episode. Uh, we're planning to go to a serious meeting, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. this episode is important for everyone and everyone should listen to it. That's why I didn't dedicate it to a specific group this time. We're we're getting we're getting we're getting into the meat. There has been a mysterious message that Starbolt, the former leader of the Renegades, has recently received on a smartphone. A message calling mysteriously for a meeting at midnight at the Pillar of Industry. And you guys have vague guesses at what that means. <laughs> yes, um it was at the foot of the pillar that holds up the highway. Yes, Or it's exactly. the power plant. Or it's something else that you didn't even think of. Yeah, Everything that didn't come up when we when we Bing searched um, pillar riverside waypoint. <laughs> <laughs> At least you figured out who the message was from. Oh? Oh. 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 We did? Oh. Uh, no, I don't think you did, but maybe you will eventually. Okay. Maybe it is. I don't know. What characters have we introduced that have an O in their name? Uh, Star Bolt? It could be. I send it to myself. I'm the imposter. <laughs> ooh, but the message came from inside the house. If it's just going ooh, O's, Moon has two O's. Oh no. Yeah, Moon has the most O's out of all of you. Yeah. What do you have to say to defend yourself? I would say that I can't write in English. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty reasonable actually. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely I, I, do not have any tag that could translate for me. I don't have any <laughs> O's, but that's also suspicious because it would be the perfect, you know, mislead there. That's true. And since we never established what the name of Max's mom is, uh, <gasps> mom that name might be o. full of O's, you know? That Her name might be uh, Olive Oil, as far as we know. <laughs> it that's could two be. O's. Oh, no, it would be a brand name for Olive Oil, though. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, like, the name Olive Oil, like Popeye's girlfriend. Her name is Olive Oil. Did you know that? No. I didn't know that. Did you know that no, Popeye is non-binary? I did know that. I saw a Tumblr post about that once. <laughs> It's why I follow Popeye on Twitter. <laughs> nice. I have no idea who Popeye is. What? It's, it's What? The, the he eats spinach and gets uh, muscles? What? No. He's like I... a sailor. He eats spinach. He gets muscles. And then he saves his girlfriend olive oil. Okay. It's it's a cartoon character How? from like oh, 19. How can someone not know Popeye? <laughs> It's wild. What is going on? <laughs> am I am I am I fired right now? I feel like I'm being pranked. <laughs> Definitely um, pop culture osmosis failure. What that is genuinely that's genuinely like someone saying, "Ha, what's what's a SpongeBob?" Like, what? How? How did you avoid this? No, I would say more like Simpsons. Like you you could never yeah. watch the show and still know who the Simpsons are just because Yeah. Everyone references it here and there. Like, the, I think, I feel like his high point of popularity was before we were born. That's true, <laughs> but I've definitely seen some Popeye. I, same, yeah. I, I In the same way that I've seen, like, Tom and Jerry, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I watched a lot more Tom and Jerry. <laughs> so, um, speaking about Popeye, there's no, nope, there's no transition here. Uh, we're just going to start <laughs> the episode. So, you had plans to go to that mysterious meeting with O in the middle of the night. And you wanted to do some preparations for it. 
what would your characters do before midnight to prepare for this occasion? You do have some theories who you might be meeting there. I mean, we definitely need some communications thing so we can yeah. talk to each other. I was yeah, I thinking think Moon that, would be on that. Yeah, Moon would um, probably whip up a like small camera to hide in um, Charlotte's costume and a microphone and probably use like the alien version of it to hopefully insulate it against tampering and interference since we know that from last time this person seems to be able to fool technology with like um, illusions and stuff. Mm. So I think Moon would just go the, oh no, I'm not even going to use like normal human stuff. I'm going to use uh, like telepathic transmitters that are tampering proof so that we can make sure that we actually see and hear hopefully both what's going on when Charlotte has this meeting. I'm going to say that you don't even have to build this from the ground up. I'd say that would probably take a bit of time, but that you can, as your as your move alien tech says, modify a piece of human technology. So you yeah. can probably like buy a little spy cam just at an electronics store, hand over Max's mom's credit card, <laughs> it gets declined, and then you have to pay for it some other way, but you find a way. And You buy a small spy camera and you can modify it with your alien tech move to make it kind of interference proof oh i really the fun thing about this move is no matter what i roll the equipment works it just yeah. might have an interesting side effect and i just i just oh, really i really know that to i know that Leo. I, I have experienced <laughs> that but it was a fun <laughs> side effect no one died there was just more collateral damage <laughs> okay anyway yeah, give me the roll. A five and five. That's a ten. Ah, oh, damn. Plus I to be failure. freak. That's an eleven. Minus conditions. I'm not sure if that falls under any of the labels. It just says roll freak. It's true. It just says pl uh, roll plus freak. You could argue that it's un like unleash your powers. That it falls under that one. It, it basically works in a similar way to unleash your powers. I'd say like it feels similar enough to unleash your powers. Since I'm not hopeless anymore. No, no minus. It stays an 11. All right. Nice. An 11 is good. In that case, you also a human device. You create it and to do something impossible and then fizzle. And when you roll a 10 plus, you choose one. It works exceptionally well. You get an additional use out of it. Since we only wanted to use for this one, or maybe I'll, what do you guys think? Honestly, I would say it works exceptionally well. Uh, yeah, that, that's on you. Well. That's your decision. Yeah, I'm going with it. It works super well. <laughs> After last okay. time when... Um, one of Moon's constructs had some side effects um, and now with a bit more time to actually build the thing I would say it works well I All think right. it's also good for Moon's ego if something they <laughs> build like, actually works super well yep. yeah. we have established that, that Moon good, tinkers yeah. for self-care <laughs> <So. laughs> alright you have a camera set up what else Microphone. is your plan you, you on, were supposed to also a microphone. Camera, microphone, put it on Charlotte. Stay in like as close as we can get away. I, I just assumed that the microphone and the camera are connected in some way. Yeah. And you basically upgraded both of them with that move to uh, ignore interference. Uh, additionally, the message which you up to this point assume might be from the mysterious Mr. Monopoly. I thought that the O that we got sent maybe is the monocle of the Monopoly guy. Oh, oh yeah. interesting. Very interesting. This is one of these, uh, what's it called? This mass hallucination where everybody thinks something is true and it isn't. Is he not wearing a, mon a monocle? The, 
Und no, he's not wearing a monocle. Everybody immediately thinks Was? Mr. Oh, Monopoly is wearing this, a monocle. It's he's this not. thing with the Berenstein bears or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing. Yeah, he doesn't wear a monocle. He does. <laughs> I saw a post about that once. He yeah. doesn't, and he has never worn one. <laughs> oh, I'm f I'm picturing the Pringles thing. The Pringles guy also doesn't wear a mono yeah, the monocle. What? What am I picturing then? <laughs> he I'm seems like he would wear one, but he doesn't. You're just stereotyping rich man, Mio. You're yeah, stereotyping I see the rich man in front like with the head and the top hat and the monocle. Yeah, but no, he has a mustache, he has a top hat, but he doesn't wear a monocle. My mind is so blown right now. Anyways, yeah, you assume that it's probably him. Uh, you have the theory that it's his non-existent monocle. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of O's in his name. So, might as well be. You interpreted that he said in his message that Charlotte is supposed to arrive alone. How do you wish to deal with that fact? I was going to say, is there like any cafe around there where we can just sit unobtrusively? Bio, it's Riverside and it's midnight. Yeah. Also, I don't think in that part of town that there's any cafe or something. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah I, there I, are probably a few. There's like the cool ones. There's the ones uh, like that the, are like that used to be the, an like a, a, a warehouse, and then uh, yeah, like exactly. Some, some, uh, like an, a new um, um, startup. Use the use the cheap real estate that has the best food in the city. Something like that. We're really veering off this episode. <laughs> 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 What I would like to do is get out a map so we can basically uh, check out escape routes for Charlotte and uh, look for a spot where Moon and I can wait. Yeah. Yes, and exactly. That's what I wanted to say There's still the question well. on whether we want to take Starball 2 with us. Because on the one hand, we don't want to endanger him. On the other hand, it would be very nice to have a speedster for backup um, in case we have to. someone has to get to Charlotte quickly and back her up. I mean, you guys have to um, convince Charlotte of that. Because yeah, I think you previously agreed both Max and Charlotte didn't want to take yeah. Starball 2. Okay. Because they didn't, Max didn't want to involve anybody else in this and Charlotte didn't want to involve Starball 2 in this. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, okay, so let's get, you, you, you put, pull out a map and put it on the table. And I'm going to say that here's how I imagine this pillar looking basically my in my imagination it's basically in the middle of a block of buildings and between the buildings there's like small alleyways where you can move up close to it i assume that there's like some sort of maintenance systems inside of the pillar in the outer areas or that there's maintenance stuff built onto the outside of it that needs to be accessible so that's like in the middle of this block of buildings and there's no road side directly next to it. But if you go outside of this block of buildings, it's basically surrounded by roads on all sides. So there's a, a little footpath or something to the pillar itself or do you have to go through the buildings to get there? No, you have to go between the buildings. There's okay. like small alleyways between the buildings that lead there. But the pillar is just a giant cement pillar. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not like a, a site that a lot of people want to see up close. So I would say maybe like one street over or two, since you want to be near enough to kind of get there in case something goes wrong, but far enough away that we're not like immediately spotted. Yeah. Yeah. So your best opportunity for that sort of thing would... Hmm, I, th I think... I think I'm going to make this a roll. I'm going to say this is a this this seems to me like an assess the situation. Okay. 
to kind of get an idea for uh, what you can do with the situation as given. Uh, who who wants to assess? I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna push that onto Max because Max is the leader. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And pulled out the map. I could so. we could you could possibly argue that if you need it, we can help and you can use a team. Yeah, for sure. Huh, what's your what's your superior? <laughs> <laughs> Out of your large variety of stats, what's yeah, your my, my large variety of stats. Minus one or yeah. plus one. Those are yeah. the only choices. An eight plus my superior, that would be a nine. Yay. A nine. Okay, That's so nice. on a seven to nine, ask one. What here can I use to? <laughs> what here is the biggest threat? What here is the greatest danger? What here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? I think all of these questions can be applied to the situation if we like rethink them a little. What here is the biggest threat could be seen as from what point can I be noticed or attacked the easiest? Uh, what is the greatest danger? What places do I have to avoid to uh, not be seen? Stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I think I would go with what here is uh, in the greatest danger. Just, you know... Um Which places are the most like easily attacked, basically? Or, or like uh, the most easily spotted. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say that your best chances are probably not to be on any of the roads that directly border onto the building. Basically, Riverside is similar to a lot of larger cities, especially stuff that was built a bit later, very much quartered. Uh, the, the roads are very straight and intersect very straight as well. Praise the Romans. Basically, uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you are... Like, if you walk would walk around the block that the pillar is inside, you could basically easily look down any of the roads that border it for, like, a good mile, <laughs> essentially. So your best chances would probably be a parallel road to one of them if you don't want to be, be spotted from the pillar or from close to the pillar. Then I would just say, psychologically, just go from the opposite side that um, they would expect us to come. So the opposite opposite side from the shortest stretch between the thing and our HQ. Yeah, that makes sense. And how close do you want to be? Do you want to be the next parallel road or you want to be two parallel roads away? Or how do you want to handle it? I think two parallel roads to be safe, right? Yeah. That seems yeah. reasonable. Um, that would Talit you... would also support that because she wants you to be safe. <laughs> that would put you, let's say, like quarter mile away. Okay, that seems fine. Yeah, that's not that much. That's something that can be passed in a pretty quick time, like in a few minutes. Okay, you prepare yourself then throughout the rest of the evening. You, I don't know, you tell Starbolt to to uh, chill out. And you can meet use up in you can morning. use the gym area. It's it speeds the it speeds the proof. Starball 2 is gonna have an, um, an in incredibly interesting and funny dinner scene with Enoch off screen. Yeah. <laughs> that, that we will never be privy to, but that the two will cherish forever. You can, fa you can write fan fictions about this. Uh, just yes, exactly. It was very moving. I checked recently and we don't have a single fan fiction on AO3 yet, and basically that's a shame. So, <laughs> use this opportunity. I'm myself. <laughs> <laughs> there's some for like uh, Moon Harbor, there's some for like uh, Protean City. Uh, we don't have one yet. It's only a matter of time. At some point, at some point, we'll get them. At least at some got point fan we'll get Honestly, that's the like baking that's my meter of success. Yeah. If someone writes a fan fiction about something I do, that's like the highest praise ever. Mm. True, absolutely. Also, yeah, we got a fan art. We got a fan art that we won. Also, yes, yes, fan art also, very much. Yes. Oh, man, we're, we're, we're laser today. We're laser focused. 
everything is perfect. So it's okay. the middle of the night. Not quite middle of the night. <laughs> All right. First, a question. Charlotte, do you when do you show up? Do you show up at midnight or do you come in advance? Um, I come like 15 minutes before midnight. Okay, you you arrive 15 minutes early. The rest of you uh, of your of your team have taken uh, a seat a few roads away. Counter to what you said earlier, even in Riverside, it, we're still in like a massive city so there's still places that are definitely open until the late hours of the night not cafes but there's a few restaurants that are still open there's a few clubs that are open that are not that far away where where do you two want to position yourselves are there any like real hipstery places where there are like people sitting around like writing their screenplay or something like that mm. where we wouldn't stand out sitting at a far removed table and looking at our tablet <laughs> I'm gonna say there's probably like a coffee shop or something that is open into into the late night. I think one of those places. And you can definitely uh, take take a seat there, being absolutely inconspicuous, with one of you being a red person, <laughs> uh, a red alien person <laughs> with spots. But uh, otherwise, you're very inconspicuous. And the other one ver wearing a um, superhero light version of... Yeah, statistically, <laughs> probably wearing the costume without the jacket. Yep. I'm just assuming that Wayford is like similar to like other big cities like New York or Berlin or something. Yeah. If there's something weird going on, you're just going, huh, and keep on with the day. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's an LA situation. Just instead of, ah, oh, they're probably filming something here. It's, uh, uh they're probably superheroes. <laughs> okay. Maybe one day we'll find out what Max would wear outside of the costume. But today is not that day. <laughs> the dark twist is going to be exactly the same thing Rex usually wears. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, as you two are seated at that coffee shop, Charlotte approaches the block. Uh, it's it's midnight, the sky is dark, and there's like only a few stars that are visible uh, because of the light pollution. You're in the middle of a big city. Mm. Only like the brightest stars can be seen. But as you make your way under the large highway bridge, which is like really wide it's like a an eight lane highway like it's it's massive uh, you make your way under it and you get the feeling that you may be guessed right because you can't see the sky you can't see the stars it's like a giant shadow moving in above you as you make your way under there and that shadow falls onto the buildings that are set up around this pillar the little block and you notice that there's like only one or two lights on there even at that time kind of raising the assumption that maybe this isn't like prime real estate uh, right under the <laughs> under the giant highway and you yeah you see a few alleyways through which you can move very close to that massive massive pillar um i just go right up to that massive pillar You do that, yeah. You you basically take a seat there, or you stand there, or uh, I you I just... lean against it, mm -hmm. like with my back, and then you know one leg, <laughs> uh, also put against it to seem like super casual and relaxed. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing your superhero outfit? Uh, yes, yes, of course. So you're you're standing there, and time slowly passes. You see the minutes tick by, and you see midnight arrive and f at first nothing seems to happen and at um, second yeah I, i look around a lot and try to see if anyone is approaching yeah you're a speedster you can probably check all the alleyways pretty quickly mm -hmm. 
nobody nobody seems to be approaching through any of the alleyways yeah i i've remained at the pillar and wait maybe the other person is late hopefully mm. a few minutes later you hear something you hear a voice coming from the other side of the pillar as far as you can tell oh i was hoping you'd come alone And yeah, you recognize that voice and the strange distortion on it. Uh, that's the voice of Black Hole. Oh. Oh, I was worried about that. <laughs> did you not take my message seriously? Uh, I did sign it with a hole. Did you, did you get that part? I signed it with a hole? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> But you couldn't leave your friends at home, huh? I'm here alone. What my friends are doing is none of my business right now. As long as they don't come closer, because I want to have a talk with you. And, yeah, you see her coming, uh, <laughs> not around the pillar, but emerging right next to you from the pillar. Ooh. And oh. And also right. leaning leaning against it right next to you in like a buddy. Okay. I, I, remain, I remain in that position, but it's probably very obvious that I'm <laughs> super stressed and like... <laughs> I'm not I'm not relaxed. <laughs> so, uh how've you been doing the last few days since we last talked? Lots of stuff happened from what I heard. I've been keeping busy. Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna uh put any words in your mouth. I just heard some stuff's been going down. Uh, another Starbolt making his way onto the scene, eh? Really? Haven't heard of him. Well, I'm not too sure about that. I definitely saw you both at that bank. I I honestly cannot think of a good answer. I'm just going to give you a little uh, a little time as you two uh, start getting acquainted with each other. Moon and Max definitely like see Black Hole and hear Black Hole uh, on the camera. And what's interesting is. You did manage to uh, sort of make that camera resistant to the distortion that usually comes with Black Hole. You managed to stabilize it in some way. But something that you still notice is every time you see like a part of her on screen, like Charlotte can see that her face under the hood seems to be kind of blurry. On the camera, all of her seems extremely blurry and the camera seems to have a real tough time really picking her up. I I've never seen something like that. I know your like human equipment is very much inferior to ours, but that doesn't seem normal. It has to be black hole, right? Yeah, let's just wait for a bit longer. I mean, Charlotte doesn't seem stressed or anything. They're just talking, but if we think she robbed a bank, then shouldn't we try to arrest her or something? I think that black hole knowing that we're here would probably also include her having an escape plan and we're not really prepared for a fight yet. Uh, true, okay. But if Charlotte gets in trouble, we have to help. Yes, but we're not there yet, so let's just wait. Okay. On the other side with Charlotte and Black Hole, Black Hole turns to Charlotte again, who hasn't really found a good response to what she said. What do you make of him, that other Starbolt? I think that's none of your damn business. <laughs> oh, I feel it's more my business than most others. I don't know how many knew Starbolt better than I did. Listen, uh, s Sparks, 
We got off on the wrong foot last time. I feel like you didn't trust me on the whole I really miss him kind of thing. Because I do. I had a complicated relationship with the old Star Vault, but I didn't hate him. I, I had great talks with him all the time. That seems very hard to believe. <sighs> he didn't mention me much, did he? He didn't mention you at all. Well, at least uh, I'm not the only one, right? Didn't mention you to me. Didn't mention any of the others to either of us. And he still cared enough to give me one of the pieces of his last will and testament. You're lying. I mean, ask your black-headed boy scout up there in the SOS. He's gonna confirm that. He knows who got what. I will do that and find out that you're lying. <laughs> I think the changes are real interesting, right? They gave you a quest to prove yourself to join the SOS because you had two friends that they really wanted, but otherwise I don't think they would have given you a chance. But this boy, he came alone. He came alone and they saw something in him. They gave him a quest. They want him. They want him where they didn't want you. Why do you think that is? They're just doing the same thing to him that they did to me. Yeah, but what if it works with him? What if he does become the next official Starbolt? I'm the next Starbolt, and I will make sure that everyone knows that. She puts her hands up uh, as if trying to like show that she doesn't have any ill intent. Yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. I, I personally really want you to be the next Starbolt. I think you are what this city needs. I don't think it's someone the SOS wants to play nice with. I think it's someone who tells them to go to hell. <sighs> What do you want? I just... You know why? Alright, no, that's probably like a little bit of a mystery that I shouldn't talk too much about, but... I robbed that bank this morning. But you wonder, why didn't I do anything while Starbolt was gone, while Starbolt's the only one who could ever really stop me? Care to enlighten me? Because it would have been so boring. I don't need to steal. I don't need to get more stuff. I have enough for a lifetime. It was always about Starbolt. It was always about sparring. It was about teaching him a lesson. It was about showing him that he was wrong. That he could never be the hero that the people of the city really needed. But you, Sparks, you, you could be that hero. I think if anyone could be a real Starbolt, for this city. It's someone like you. It's someone who doesn't bow to authority. It's someone who chooses their own way. It's someone who says no when she sees that the big corporations, the people in power, the elites are having their way with the innocent people of the city. If there's anyone here who can be a true Starbolt, it's you. And I want to make sure that that happens. And she tries to What? shift your labels. You can resist or you can accept. Yeah. I'm gonna resist. All right. Okay, then give me two d6. Okay. Um, it's a five and a three and eight. An eight. Okay, on a seven to nine, choose one. Clear a condition or mark potential by immediately acting to prove them wrong. Shift one label up and one label down, your choice. Or cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. I would cancel the influence. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, what, how do you take it that you basically at this point feel this person has no influence over, over me, over telling me who I am? Um, 
thanks for the compliments. You know what kind of person I also am? Let me guess, a hero. No, someone who doesn't let themselves be manipulated by scum like you. Oh, but you let yourself be manipulated by some guy who shows into your life and tells you you gotta be the paragon of the city? Never tells you what his actual intentions for you are. Never tells you that there's none more just like you. I'm not telling you to be manipulated by me or whatever. I'm telling you don't let anyone manipulate you. If anyone has power over you, it's you. I don't think you know what manipulation actually is, because it's what you're doing, not what Starboard did. And I think you still got a lot to learn, Sparks. Maybe you do too. So you don't want to know anything? You don't want to know anything about the other Starbolts running around? About what I know about them? What I learned in all those years? You want to learn all that yourself? I know that there's other people claiming to be Starbolts. I know that they are all wrong. That's all I need to know. Then, and she leans backwards into the pillow and uh, starts disappearing. Then you've learned nothing at all. And she vanishes. Oh, damn, I was not prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> What about Moon and Max? How do they react to all of this happening? We both sat there like glued to the screen. <laughs> like, oh, she, she, she's gone. Um, do we go to Charlotte? Are we giving chase? Ma Max, what do we do? I think we're gonna let Charlotte be for now and, you know, let her come to us and prepare for Black Hole the way we were before. Are you sure? I mean, now that she's got what she wanted, she, she talked to Charlotte and stuff. How are we going to lure her out? I mean, she did say that she wanted to fight Starbolt again, so I think it's just a matter of time. <sighs> now she can fight two of them. Uh, Charlotte, do you return to your teammates or do you need some time alone? <laughs> um, I'm taking some time alone. Mm. And uh, what I will do is... There's a river there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. <laughs> I'm gonna run across the river because that's kind of my favorite thing to do. Just, you know, running <laughs> running across water. Cause to, like, uh, let the let the soul swing a little bit yes, running over the water. Exactly. That's, like... Nice. Relaxing. <laughs> the others see that through the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's just shaking violently because I, think, I don't think even a yeah. alien tech enhanced camera can pick up stuff in like the speeds that Charlotte is moving. Are you saying anything to us via the camera or just taking off? Uh, just taking off. I don't say anything. Oh, no. Is she chasing? I feel like Charlotte is maybe forgot chased? that she's wearing a camera. Oh, no. Probably, um, yeah. Max, you have we have a phone number, right? Can you just text her and ask her if she needs help? I don't think she does, but yeah, I, I can do that, sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Max 
calls Charlotte. Does does Charlotte answer? Uh, um, yeah, I stop at a river in the of the bed river and, and <laughs> in the middle of the river and sink. <laughs> just, and just on a random boat. <laughs> probably, phones do not work when I'm running so fast. Yeah, probably too much interfere. Like the the sound of the yeah. wind, <laughs> if anything, would absolutely ruin everything. <laughs> so. I will stop and uh, answer the phone. So, um, are you all right, like physically? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm fine. I just need some time to think. Um, see, see you back at the hideout, okay? Yeah. Don't come back too late. We still need to prepare. Yeah, sure. You come home before two o'clock, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be and welcome back. And what sort of time to your call is? <laughs> <laughs> Just Enoch in like in like a yeah. Max, uh, Max and Moon both sitting like in pajamas in like comfy chairs. Just with crossed arms, arms crossed. and like <laughs> yeah. Max has ecstatic branded pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Moon probably has two by by now. Yeah, Max claims to have ecstatic branded pajamas. It's actually just also the under costume. <laughs> uh, it takes a few hours until all of you are back at the hideout. Moon and Max have to walk a good bit. Uh, Charlotte takes her time, but as a speedster, you don't need to take just as much time. Yeah, as you as you guys come in, uh, you see in the in the big meeting area, uh, Starball Two is sitting there uh, looking outside a window at the few stars visible with a tear in his eye. Oh, Charlotte does that too. Is that a starboard thing? What's what's the vibe I get from him? Uh, you get the vibe that he's had an absolutely unforgettable experience that cannot be recaptured at a dinner with Enoch. <laughs> and uh, if, you, if you weren't there, you can't really get the emotional impact of it. Okay, let's just yeah, all right. leave the speech to be. <laughs> And Moon, good job on the camera. It worked super well. Yeah, I know, right? It actually worked so well that you can probably analyze the footage and maybe learn something about Black Hole's powers. That's kind of like the bonus I'm giving you for it worked super well. You know, actually, since, like, I know that Charlotte said um, from the one meeting she had that only her, first, her face was blurry, but here everything was blurry. So... I, I try to get some sensors in there, you know, for in, in case to, to filter out the tampering stuff. So maybe maybe I can get chip on that over the night and maybe we can have like some sort of energy signature from Black Hole that we can, might be able to follow or use it to cancel out her I'm actually going to say something that you would immediately figure out without even having to roll for it from that oh. is the the blurry footage that you're seeing at this point. Uh, you would assume is because, like, you can think of a reason why for Charlotte she wouldn't be blurry, but why on the camera she would be blurry. Okay. For the same reason that a camera can't film a computer screen very well. Because they're, like, kind of calibrated for our eyes uh, with, like, very fast moving light. And if you look at that with the camera, it's just the wrong calibration. You assume she might be either vibrating in some way or, like only being visible in some way that is kind of calibrated for the human eye so it doesn't show up there but on a camera you would see these vibrations because the camera's frequency is a lot slower than the human eye oh vibrations that might be how she phases through stuff like you know how 
when when sand gets vibrated very high, it turns like liquid and you can go through it. Maybe she's doing something like that. Oh, I got to analyze this. And I think Moon plops down on the table and just pulls an all-nighter on ship and trying to figure out how these powers work. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I would just quickly ask what what would Max do with the rest of the evening or the night. I actually think that uh, Max would talk to Starbolt too and tell him that uh, we saw Black Hole. Mm, okay. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, he would be. I I think the name doesn't resonate with him that much yet, but he'd be like, oh, okay, so it wasn't the 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 other guy. You didn't like. You didn't like specify all that much about him. Yeah, no, guess it was just, you know, Black Hole, who wanted to lure you out with the whole robbing a bank thing and our Starbolt with the message. Okay, uh, do you get any clue why? Yeah, it seems to me like she might be testing Starbolt's successors. That's so weird, like, isn't Starbolt... Like, from our research, isn't he, like, the only one who can stop her or could stop her? Like, why why wouldn't she just stay away from us, then? I think she likes a challenge. Man, supervillains. What's wrong with those guys? Don't ask me. I chose to be a hero for a reason. Sorry, where's Charlie? Oh, I'm just, you know, cooling off a bit, running around. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do that, too. I do that, too. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go to sleep then i mean if we want to i guess meet black hole again tomorrow i should be prepared or whatever yep sounds like a good idea all right um thanks for all of that Uh, like genuinely thanks for all of that like basically everything in this investigation was you guys (laughs) i i really couldn't do this without you always happy to help he uh, gives like <laughs> he gives Max a small pat on the shoulder at super speed and uh, <laughs> runs off to I think uh, probably whatever room you told him he can sleep in. Does he have to bunk with Rex? <laughs> uh, I I think Rex uh, Rex Rex was being melodramatic when he said he'd have to set up like a bed castle at some point in here. <laughs> But, yeah, I think you have at most one guest room, so he'd probably have to bunk up with Rex. <laughs> yeah, Rex is probably either already asleep or still out. Yeah, so, yeah, that uh, makes sense. They don't have to interact much. Do you want to wait for Charla to return, or do you want to do your own thing until then? Yeah, I think I will just read uh, through what we got on Black Hole, um, because, you know, no speed reading, so I probably didn't read everything before, and mm-hmm. in that time just wait for Charlotte to come back. Yeah, looking through it, like, at your pace, yeah, you realize the most important stuff first, that no one, like, specifically knows how she was defeated, but that Starbolt basically said, yeah, with the dense materials, he could capture her in interviews, but that actually no one, and that she can shift through them, but that actually no one saw the moment she was defeated before. And I'd say Charlotte probably returns a couple hours later, or do you stay out the entire night? No, I've returned pretty soon once I, you know, cooled off a little bit. Do we actually have the scene where you're sitting there in pajamas <laughs> while, uh, while Charlotte comes in, reading through the black hole files? I kind of like the this image of, like, um, Charlotte coming in, like, having finally wound down, and there's just 
Max sitting like surrounded by pieces of paper and Moon like in their workspace and sometimes you hear a clanking and a um and um, like sparks from soldering flying up. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Just the usual. I don't think we, we talk much. I just I just think that um as soon as Max sees that Charlotte is safe, um she also goes to bed. <sighs> uh Moon. Yeah. Um, I have a move that lets me, um, that's called Belonging to Worlds. You have the resources that come with your station. Whenever you contact your people, roll plus superior. There's basically three star, uh, things I can do, um, depending mm -hmm. on how well I roll. But the one thing that I really like is on a miss, hold one. Um, but your people make an uncomfortable demand of you. <laughs> so yeah. let's see what my dice say. Ooh. Okay, so what what does Moon do in continuity? Just to... Uh, to contact her people. I think after they've looked over the footage and um, mm -hmm. conferred with ship and tried to figure out, okay, what kind of powers are they? I think Moon finally accepts that, okay, they found out it's something about vibrations, but they don't really have any idea how they could manufacture something that might dampen down Black Hole's abilities. And I think in the middle of the night, I think Moon is really hoping to to talk to someone who has any idea <laughs> about anything. Okay, so who do you want to contact on your home world? Do you want to contact like some friends? Do you want to contact your family? I think one of the teachers that Moon had um, that actually was the one that encouraged her to start with the tinkering and that also helped her on um, finding the right parts for ship and sort of mentored Moon in the electrical side of things. I think that's the person that Moon is thinking of for like technical um, problems. Mm -hmm. And also they do not want to talk to their parents and go crying for help. Okay. I'm also going to assume that you probably like, because of a previous scene where we kind of established that you moved out of range of your home world to a degree, yeah. that you probably set up something Uh, on ship to like extend the range of your calls or something yeah i think that that's um um by now they've maybe sent like a, a tiny probe into space that's um, like a relay station so that you can actually yeah talk in real time and not just um swap messages around okay that makes sense okay so what do you roll uh, i rolled a 10 um plus my superior which is a plus one and yeah it doesn't say that it's any move so i think my conditions don't affect it so on a 10 hold three so i can do all three of the things that this move might enable me mm -hmm. it's receive a useful piece of alien technology that will allow you to use any ability from another playbook um once and this ability mm -hmm. has to be chosen when i'm um, when i'm getting this technology second one is consult your people's knowledge to ask the gm a question about the current situation And the third is mm -hmm. clear condition through the comfort of contact with your home. Uh, so I can do all three of them. Yep. I think Moon gets back to ship and says, Ship, open up a message to Cracked Cheek. And the teacher or mentor that Moon had for the technology side has like a kind of jagged looking black spot on, on their right cheek. And that's why Cracked Cheek is like how mm. how the, how the thought that describes how him, would be, him would be yeah. put into human words 
yeah, it, it takes a little bit of like trying to locate the right direction. You probably pick up a few rogue signals on the way before you home in on the right thing. A few rogue emotions flying through space until you, yeah, manage to home in on, on your home world and basically manage to tap into technology that allows you access to the thoughts of your mentor. So you can have a conversation as you do with your people, as you haven't done in a good while now. Yeah. A conversation through pure emotions without having to talk much. So you immediately feel like a positive, ah, nice, it's you, Moon. I haven't heard from you in a good while. You get emotions of affection. You get emotions of confusion as to where that's contacting came from that uh, sort of confirm to you that this mentor of yours has heard about you moving far away at this point out of range so there's a mo uh, there's a bit of surprise in there that you've managed to uh, still relay your thoughts in this way and moon sends back like a thought of joy and pride and like a a picture of of ship landing on a planet and also a big um sense of like relief that it managed to do it <laughs> mm. and then sort of a bit of uncomfortableness and like the question for can you help me with something i i mm -hmm. have a technical question all right yeah uh you yeah you you get the feedback sure of course i can help you basically and then i think moon sends like everything that they know about like black holes powers and and um explains that they are a superhero here someone who fights the evil people and that this person cannot be caught because they just face through everything and they need something to pin her down anything that could like mm -hmm. negate her powers for even mm -hmm. just like a few minutes so that they can be captured and brought to justice uh just a really quick question which conditions do you still have i have afraid angry and insecure Yeah, because I'm kind of thinking like the the trust that your mentor is sort of putting into you and being like, oh, it's really cool that you managed to do that might clear your insecure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And uh, yeah, you can ask me one question and you can ask for a useful piece of alien technology that would help. What What question would you ask? How could Black Hole be defeated? Like how could, how does, how do her powers work? If you share the information that you have recorded from Charlotte with your mentor, you can like figure out what what you basically saw there, what this vibration thing was. And your mentor seems to agree that uh, the footage appears to show someone vibrating at incredible speeds. Charlotte never got like a full body shot of Black Hole because they were leaning next to each other throughout the entire conversation. But something you do notice if you look very closely together is that uh, while she's leaning against the pillar, her back is actually not touching the pillar and she never stops vibrating. So you kind of get the feeling that he's, she's constantly in this state of vibration. She just sort of mimes interacting with objects without actually doing it because she would phase through absolutely everything. Oh, so... If we had something that, like, turned the vibrations off, would she just straight up die? <laughs> It's possible. As far as you can tell, she's always vibrating to some degree. But what you what you assume would be something that could stop her, Starbolt also has the ability to vibrate himself to move through walls. 
at least the original Starbolt had. Oh. So using that same ability might allow him to actually grab hold of her uh, by vibrating his own body as fast as her body vibrates, basically getting in frequency with her. Oh, interesting. So could we make something that enables Charlotte to do that? You could potentially do that. Yeah, you could potentially build a device that kind of matches her frequency in some way. Maybe handcuffs or something like that mm. that could vibrate at the same speed. And since you've also kind of figured out that Starball 2 at least also has this vibration ability, uh, he might be able to help with sort of calibrating this. Okay. So I think then that the... Uh receive a useful piece of alien technology would be like our session in like designing sort of handcuffs that yeah. could that she couldn't face through and that's hmm do we want something to force her not to be face through or get charlotte into the right vibration state my my problem I is what does it help when charlotte can like actively punch black hole if she can never be confined to prison or anything Without yeah. just yeah. phasing through again. Yeah, that appears to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, that actually raises the question for you, like, because your mentor seems to, uh, like, you, you probably tell your mentor this idea of, like, very dense materials can, uh, she actually can't shift through. Mm. And uh, your mentor tells you, if, if it works the way it looks here, from all the knowledge that I have, that doesn't work the density of a material doesn't matter all that much when you move through it by basically shifting your frequency around it. Mm. This theory and what Starbolt said about how he stopped her in the past, he, your mentor would assume that that's just straight up wrong. Hmm. But if what she wants is like a challenge, a proper fight, then I think the best way might just to give it to her. If she knows that we have means to capture her and hurt her if she breaks out again maybe that's a okay i i see i got bested i will serve my punishment like out of respect for the fight that might be the closest thing we can get to it mm. because i still kind of think that knowing that she always vibrates that this might be just the state that she's in all the time that dampening that might actually hurt her like lethally so I think we, we'll go with the uh, something that enables Charlotte to uh, shift to that frequency of vibration. I think in flavor, like moving all of Charlotte's body in that way seems uh, like it might not be that like it, it like that would probably not be helpful for her either because she isn't used to this phasing Maybe ability. Maybe just two bracelets that uh, lets her... Yeah, I'm thinking that yeah. way too. I'm thinking of it in terms of like My Hero Academia costume upgrades. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, something like uh, specific gloves or gauntlets that allow Charlotte to interact with Black Hole in that way. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Also, that sounds just fucking sick. That sounds so cool. Yeah. I just imagine like her, her arms like... But then just going like very blurry and just <laughs> phasing through stuff. And Charlotte knows that she found the right frequency uh, when her hands look like they're not phasing at all, at least to the human eye. Yeah. So I guess then now it's just the remainder of the night is just Moon brainstorming with their mentor and him sending mm. over the necessary like um, files for the fabricators. Mm -hmm. I think... Yeah. In the morning, whoever wakes up first finds Moon like 
slumped over her desk and like two very, very mechanically looking bracelets next to them that basically look like a piece of metal wrapped in copper wire, like really industrial. <laughs> and Moon just slumped over the desk and sleeping. I'm going to say that the first person to wake up is Enoch. <laughs> that makes sense. Who like comes out and sees Moon like basically slumped over there, laying there with the the gauntlets that she built, pokes her shoulder to check if she's awake, and when he figures out that she doesn't, uh, she isn't, he snaps his fingers after looking around a little bit, uh, and Moon starts basically hovering a little, and he magically moves her to her bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cute. Interesting. <laughs> And what happens in the morning uh, besides that, we'll find out next time when the renegades fight Black Because <laughs> this is the end of this episode and the next one is probably going to end this arc. Yeah, I hope you I hope you had fun with this episode, my players. Yes. Had fun. It was it was a very dialogue based one, definitely, but, but it, was uh, it very is the good. setup for the finale. That's nice. And I hope the audience had fun with this episode as well. I've, I've actually been really looking forward to this one because, like, Black Hole is maybe my favorite character. <laughs> so I, I was really okay. excited to bring her back. We'll we'll find out how, how the Renegades fight her and what the fuck her deal is, maybe, in the next episode. And do you guys have anything you want to talk about? More... Okay, then it's, this it's time we don't have anything to recommend to you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just fueling the Morbius meme. And something that you can actually do uh, and that we can recommend to you is to go to our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Instagram and on TikTok. I think I always say them in that order. At Waypoint Pod, we also have an email address, waypointheroes at gmail.com, which I'm pretty sure not a single person has uh, contacted yet. So you can be the first. You can be the greatest super fan we have <laughs> by contacting us at waypointheroes at gmail.com. I will frame and the first email that comes in. Yeah. Yeah, we will actively frame it. Uh, we'll post a photo of it on our Twitter, probably, if that happens. <laughs> what should be something that we literally can't post there? Like something very sexual. Yeah, we have to, we have to like, black parts out. Yeah, we have to <laughs> censor it. Until next time, though, you can contact uh, contact us this way. We hope you're all hyped up for the finale of this arc. And until then, uh, bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.